start right now living an extraordinary life. Join your life coach and favorite auntie, Carla D. Tillery, and co-host L.A. on The Chair Chronicles. Having those important life talks and giving you advice to help you live your best life. But let's dive right on in. What is the question for today? So today we're going to deal with things not to say to your children. To your children. We are still on the power of words. Yes. And that's how we opened up the season. So if you have not heard the earlier episodes, please go back. Yes. Because our opening for the season, our live podcast, we talked about how words create, right? They can create things. And we have to be careful what we're speaking so that we're speaking and creating life and not speaking and creating death. Yes. And it's so amazing how words have such this um this energy around it that it attracts what yes. we say it really does. so what are you saying to your yeah. children oh this is a big one <laughs> this, this is, is a big one, one. this is. is a big it one is. because um i've raised two sons i know you've raised your niece, niece and nephew, nephew. yes uh-huh. and so we've you know had challenges oh yeah communication <laughs> up and down the line yes we said some things yeah they said some mm, things yes <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so um, just I think even talking about this with um, some of my clients today Mm -hmm. about things that they're saying and how impactful those words are having, whether intentional or not intentional. What we want to do is start intentionality on what we create with the words. True. Very true. And let's just be clear. Things that are said to us in jest in anger, mm. um, in happiness, those things have a lasting effect. So like you said, we put it out in the atmosphere and it has life. It really it does. Because I'm sure life. we all can remember things that, that were said to us, you know, whether we were a child or as an adult, and it could have been 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And something will trigger and you'll remember. You'll remember. That's right. The recall. Mm. And it's amazing the the mind or even the power of memory yeah. to recall something that you thought was suppressed right. or you thought you had removed or dealt with. Right. And then things that we're saying to our children end up coming back into our adulthood. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't show up well. Mm. It shows up in a hurtful situation. It shows up when an incident occurs. It shows up in our relationships with our partners and with other people and in the workplace because of something that was said to us when we were children. And now we're living it out and not realizing that the words over you that was spoken over you have done some damage. Oh, I know. Well, we know better. We are going to do better. We're going to do better. So let's unpack. Okay. All right. So the first one is, Mm -hmm. um, let's deal with this one. Okay. This has to do with your emotions, our emotions. Okay. Stop crying. You'll be fine. Stop crying. You'll be fine. Now, I know I've said that. Yeah, I said it. I know, I know I I've have. said it and I've been on the receiving end of it. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> I've said it and been on the receiving end. Absolutely. Yes, My yes. parents have definitely told me to stop crying. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen um, parents on airplanes. Mm-hmm. I've seen parents in grocery stores deal with their children, perhaps having a tantrum or right. perhaps something else is going on. Mm-hmm. And you just want them to stop crying. Mainly because it's embarrassing right, if you're right. out in public. Exactly. Right? You don't want to be that one parent. Mm-hmm. Everybody's <laughs> saying that you're like, Everybody's looking. Get him, her under control. Right. right. And mm-hmm. you got, you know, all of this going on and yeah. you're drawing all of that attention. So we're like, stop 
crying. Stop crying. You'll mm-hmm. be fine. Stop crying. Right. And right. so what we're not doing is really trying to figure out what exactly is going on in some cases. Right. Figuring out what's going on. And mm-hmm. we have to do better as parents and as adults, right, with managing our emotions, right. not trying to necessarily stop an emotion. Right. Right. That and that's hard. that's hard. That can yeah. be very challenging. Yes. So imagine how it is for an adult in an adult situation, and you're on a rage, right? Mm-hmm. And someone's trying to get you to calm down, right. and and because it wasn't taught sometimes right. when you were a child, mm-hmm. then you grow up as an adult not learning how to do that. Right. You're just told to stop, but you're not taught how to manage right. it. Right. Right. That's and, true. Yeah. That's true. And so nine times out of ten, if that person is hurt and, and they oh. crying and you can say stop all you want to, <laughs> they might keep crying. Actually it's gonna make it worse. It's I gonna think. make gonna it worse. Like, just counting what I'm saying, you know. So yeah. Right, yeah. right. So we have to learn how to teach our children how to manage their emotions, right? right? A lot of times that's going to come with exploring because depending mm-hmm. on the situation and depending on the emotion, right. you might have a different strategy for how to manage exactly. it. Exactly. Everything is not a tantrum. There could really be something wrong or, or right. they're, they're just not happy or right. something. And sometimes it just takes a little bit more probing. And we're not saying coddle and all of that, but we're right. saying what's wrong. What's wrong? You get them to talk about it. Right. And that in itself, by you paying attention that they're having this break right <laughs> we'll get them to calm to down. calm down to calm down yeah so i was just recently with the young man and he had an injury mm-hmm. and he was laying on the floor mm-hmm. and he was crying mm-hmm. i never asked him to stop crying mm-hmm. and a lot of times i know it can be an instinct mm-hmm. to tell young boys mm-hmm. not to cry right so what i did say because you could see the emotion rising right. what i didn't want is for a panic attack to occur right or for there to be a sudden movement that might cause more injury Mm. to whatever the situation already was occurring. So what I told him, I said, take deep breaths. I said, every time you feel the pain, take deep breaths. I reassured him. I said, you are going to be fine. We're going to make sure you get to the doctor. I said, so you can relax. And I said, when you feel yourself... And I just described it, right? Because uh-huh. sometimes you can't put words, so right. I'm motioning. Right. Like, you know, like when you feel all of this going on, on right. right? just breathe through it. Right. And I started breathing with him mm. to get him to calm down. Wonderful. So that was a way to manage the emotion right. without me telling him, stop crying. Right. But he was in pain. Yeah, and you acknowledge that. Right. When you're in pain, you cry. You cry. Right, right, right. Perfect. And so sometimes what we need to do is speak what we want to occur, right? right? Versus sometimes trying to say, tell someone to stop doing something, Mm. right? Yeah, yeah. That's a a great way to to, to really look at it and not stop the emotion, Mm -hmm. but help to facilitate a different reaction to it. Right, right. Like you said, how to manage it. How to manage the emotions. Right, yes. And... Oftentimes that comes um, also with anyone, Mm -hmm. children or adults that are dealing with grief. Mm. And again, the emotions, the sadness, you know, the feeling depressed. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we don't say what to do. We just tell them to stop. Stop Oh, you should be over it by now. 
Right. Right? Right. A friend or your, your child, right, mm-hmm. in a relationship with someone, because you know that puppy love, mm-hmm. you know how it is, oh, and, and the kids are all excited, yeah. right. and then they break up, yeah. and then they're falling apart, right. and sometimes what we don't do is acknowledge that they feel some kind right. of way about it. Right. Right? And you're like, you should get over it by now. Right. Even if you're happy. You're like, right? That's and, right? And that's not really love. <laughs> right. And so, it's like, to that child, they feel like they was in love, it. and that was it. Right. Yeah. And acknowledge, like you said, acknowledge Acknowledge that they're hurting, but you know, reassure them it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Let them let them have their moment. Right. Right. Let them have their moment without dismissing it. So Right. Yeah. And so it's 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 something that we need to learn how to do is to validate emotions, experiences, even for our children, right? right? And then help them facilitate the journey to get through it. Love it. Yeah, it's a good one. So you got? Do you have one? Yes. Uh oh, what you got? I do everything for you. Mmm, you do. <laughs> I do everything for you. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a strong one. A very that's strong a very one. strong one, mm-hmm. and that sometimes can be used when adults um, are having an issue with each other sometimes, mm. and so it's like this is what I'm doing. I'm doing everything for you, and you are doing nothing. And so that can pin a parent against another parent in the child's mind. Right. So we do have to be careful yeah. about I do everything hmm. for you. And that's a great way of thinking about it, you know, even going that step beyond because you're thinking automatically. When I hear that, I'm thinking the child is thinking, okay, but I'm not thinking about the person that says it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I might have a problem with your dad or with your mom, mm-hmm. but... I'm going to let you know I'm the one that's doing everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, the validation you need is not from the child. Right. You, you're, you're looking for something from your spouse saying, right. honey, I appreciate you. Right. Right. You know? So it does. It puts the child in an awkward position. In an awkward position. And then they start to take that on thinking, well, you know, okay. Right. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Feeling right. Right. And, and what is the child supposed to do with that? Now, yeah. in some cases, I think... Um, We as adults are trying to tell our children, look, can you respect and honor Mm -hmm. my efforts and what I'm going through? Like you see sometimes Mm -hmm. what parents are going through and and sometimes we want the children to show gratitude, be grateful and all those things. Then be direct. Say, say for instance, um, the child has a task of cleaning their room. Mm Mm-hmm. Week after week, you're saying mm-hmm. the same thing. Instead of saying, I do everything for you. Mm-hmm. Say, listen, I would really appreciate it mm-hmm. if you would take the time and clean your room like I've asked you to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's partner with the space that we live in. Right. And this is your responsibility and this is my responsibility. Right. When I take care of my stuff, I, I'm expecting. I like expect We have an take, expectation right. that you're going to do your part. Right. Mm-hmm. Because let's just be clear. When you decide to become a parent, <laughs> that is a choice. It is a choice. And yeah. yes, mm-hmm. you are going to be doing a lot more than what you probably thought you would, depending upon the age of the child. Right. There are different seasons and levels of effort that come with child yeah. rearing. So, yeah. And, and saying that also can diminish even what the children are doing mm-hmm. from their perspective, right? Right. right. So, again, sometimes... 
kids get frustrated because they don't feel like they have a voice. They don't feel like they're being acknowledged right. or they're having to suppress so many different things. Right. Now, this is in certain situations. Right. We can't, we can't, <laughs> we can't cover every situation because yeah. no. there may be some exceptions, right, right. where that might be, a, you know, right. it might make sense to say that. But right. I, again, it's just like there are certain things you don't want to put out there in the atmosphere. Right. That's so let's one. be mindful of that. Yeah. Right. Very good. So what else do you have? So um, I have this one and I will say uh, this one is really um, disturbing to hear. And I so I can't wait to hear your feedback on it. Okay. Um, you're just like your mother or you're just like your father. That and I understand because of just the DNA and genetics and mm -hmm. We pick up certain genes from our parents right. and personality traits, but that has so much damage. Now, m most of the time, well, some of the time when parents are saying that, oh, like, oh, they're pretty, or you're pretty just like your mother. Right. Like, of course, we're not going <laughs> to think that that's damaging, right? right? Right. But what I will say is, is that we have to be conscientious about identity mm -hmm. um, and how that starts to form and shape right. in one's mind. Right. And we take away from one's own uniqueness, one's own uh, identity traits, right. when we do a lot of comparison, even to their mothers and their fathers. Right. And I find that especially when the parents are not together. Mm. Whether they were never married, whether they, you know. Right. And especially if it's a lot of contention. A lot of stress between the two, mm -hmm. and they're at tug of war. Mm -hmm. When you say so, or, or or the person might not have the best character, mm -hmm. you know. And yeah, we don't exactly. Have to go into what that could be, but right. think about a child hearing you're just like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. your dad, or you're just mm -hmm. like your mom. And I think, you know, every now and then it's probably not having that much of an impact. Right. But when these words are repeated over and over again, the next thing you know is that everything you see, the good and the bad, mm -hmm. when you say you're just like, then you start to put that out there. Your child will start to emulate everything about that person that you just yes. said they were like. Yes. And I'm talking the good, the bad, and, and the, the ugly. Right. And so we have to be careful right. because she might be pretty <laughs> like her daughter. Right. But she might have some other things that's going not on that so you might nice. not want your daughter right. to have. So just, right. you know, we have to be mindful of what we're saying right. because we don't know what's going to get attracted to that when we say, oh, you're just like your mother right. or you're just like your father. Right. Don't take away their uniqueness. They're their own person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we all have some characteristics mm -hmm. or some mannerisms. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I've been told that I sound just like my mom. Mm. You know? Okay. Okay. Right. I can, I can handle that. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. But we have to be careful because I'm, I'm still Latricia. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And so we have to learn how to reinforce uniqueness and the yeah. identity of our own child. And right. you know what else comes into play is twins. Mm. Or siblings that are close, close in age, age. Right. because that comes up very often. Oh, you're a little so-and-so, you know, you're just like your big brother. You're just like your mm. big sister. And that can be so damaging. And so yeah. we have to be careful right. that we are creating our children to form and shape into their mm. own identity. Yeah. 
That's a really their good own one. identity. Yeah. You know, and again, a lot of times it's not even said with, uh, you know, any malice or any intent right. to harm the child in right. any way. It's just saying like, I saw something over here that looked just like what you just did. <laughs> right. right. Uh, but we do have to be careful. I think right. I told, a, you know, a situation between my sister and I because... Uh, we were going to the same high school. And so the minute I got there as a freshman, everyone associated me with, right. you know, your little joy sister. Right. No one knew my name. And that was so frustrating to me. I'm like, right. I have my own name. Right. My name <laughs> on my birth certificate is not little joy's sister. Right. And right. so, you know, it was yeah. a fight for me to try to make sure that people knew who I mm -hmm. was, right. Right? right? And I wanted my own space. I wanted my own yeah. place in Look the high you school. You. It was yeah. high school, so you oh, know how yeah. hard high school was. Oh, yes. Already. Absolutely. You try to fit in. You don't know, you know, you might not know a lot of the upperclassmen. Right. Right. You want to make a good impression. Right. You want to look good. You want to be that popular person mm -hmm. sometimes. And not connected or, to your sibling. Or not, con and not connected all the time to your right. sibling. Now, my right. sister had big shoes to fill. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna wear my size. <laughs> right. I like she that. was extremely smart, right. popular, the yeah. principal, all the teachers knew her. Right. And I was just like, okay, like this is too much. Do I like <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So yeah, so it's about having your own and enforcing mm -hmm. your children to have their own identity. Love that one. And walking yeah. in their own space. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. Okay, well, this one um is very sensitive. Okay. Don't eat that or else you're going to get fat. Mm, that's a lot in there. That's a lot in there. That's a lot in there. Yeah. Don't eat that because if you eat that, you're going to get fat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We live in such a society where imaging is huge. It is. And, and I mean, it's a struggle for adults. And right. so for children are coming up with all of these images, social media, what they see in the movies, mm -hmm. what they see on these model magazines. Right. And people are trying to do all kinds of things to their bodies yes. to replicate an image of something else that they right. up, that they believe is the right image to have. Yeah. So we as parents, do we absolutely need to be conscientious about what our children are right. eating? Absolutely. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Should we be more conscientious that what we're giving and providing our children are on, is on the healthy spectrum? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But we have to be careful how we do it mm -hmm. because you can tear and break your children down. Yes. And most cases... When people are just saying, you're going to get fat, you're going to get fat, mm -hmm. then there's a trigger in that child. And the next thing you know, the only things they're doing is eating unhealthy food right. and they can become, they can gain a lot of weight Yeah, because mm -hmm. that's what they've heard yes. over and over yes. again. You're going to get fat. Right. You're going to get fat. You're right. going to get fat. Yeah. And we're not saying what we want them to do. Right. So using the power of words again to say... You know what? Um, let's eat this because this is healthier for us. Right. So let's try eating this right. as opposed to this. You can do it without even putting the word out there. Fat. Right. And what not to eat. Right. Show them what they should eat. Yeah. And let's just be clear. Culturally, this can be very different for, Ooh, you know, yes. depending upon your culture. You know, there are parts of this country, even here in the U.S., where, you know, having a little girth 
is it's a good thing. It's a good thing, right? Yeah, you know, because I, I've, you know, I'm my parents are from the south, and and I've heard, you know, stories of if you were too small, if you right. were skinny, oh, they thought that you were sickly. You needed to eat, you right? Know? And in other con- countries mm-hmm. where the women um, have a little girth, as you say. Uh-huh recognizes and it, it represents um, that they're rich right. and that they have a high economic status because mm. they have food and right. they're, they're eating and right. so they're wealthy. Right. And so it is interesting yeah. in different cultures right. how that is viewed. Right. And so we have to be careful of body shaming. And, and, and again, you know, <laughs> especially when we're talking about our children, they deal mm. with enough. Mm. And I'm sure if, if you have a, a son or daughter who has gained a lot of weight, like you said, either, you know, by them being, you know, just snacking and hiding and, and things like that, you want to encourage. And again, this is not encouraging them to fit this mode or, mm-hmm. or model look, mm-hmm. but what's healthy for them, mm-hmm. you know? And like you said, there's, there's a way to do that without having to say, you better not eat that. You're going to get fat, mm-hmm. you know? Because let's just be clear. We've seen... Um, especially women, mm-hmm. we've seen women try to alter what they look like, alter their and bodies, end up losing limbs, and 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 yes. really going through some really horrifying mm. things with their bodies just to look a certain a way, a certain way, a certain yeah. way. Yeah. Absolutely, and there is an increase in younger children, mm-hmm. even teenagers, right. wanting to have surgical procedures. Right. They're wanting to change their nose. They're wanting to change their breasts. They're right. wanting to do all of these things at such a young age right. because of things that are being said to them. Right. And it also can lead our children into having some of these eating disorders. Yes. They could become bulimic. Yes. They could, um, you know, d- doing things that just really uh, fasting and not in a healthy way, right. not in a monitored way, right. but they just stop eating all of a sudden mm-hmm. because they feel like right. they're going to get fat because they've been told that. Right. And I mean, just by you saying the word bulimic, it just it just struck a chord with me because in my freshman year of college, a young woman that lived in the dorm with us, and she was, you know, she was quite on the heavy side. Um, the next semester she came back and we didn't even recognize her. And, you know, we were like, oh, what did you do? You know, how right. did you lose the weight? And believe it or not, her father... She said she was always kind of on the heavy side. It was her dad that was browbeating her about being oh. fat. And, and I mean, she was very honest about it. And he said to her that if she lost the weight, he would buy her a red Corvette. Wow. She came back second semester with a red Corvette. And she also had bulimia. Mm. Mm. And so now her body is going through all of these changes to try to look a certain way that her father wanted her to look like. Right. And so now she is putting her body through all of these things, but yet is trying to reap a reward. Right. And probably mentally and emotionally is struggling. Yeah. Just struggling. Yeah. And it was sad to see it happen. And I mean, we found out by accident because we found, we caught her and her roommate uh, Mm -hmm. spoke to us about it and she didn't come back after that. We only wow. saw her that, that my freshman year. We did not see her after that. Yes. And I always thought about that. And I'm like, I couldn't mm. even imagine trying to get approval. I want to look the way he wants me to look. And, right. and I mean, I'm not saying that maybe she should have maybe, you know, worked on her health. I I, I don't know how, you know, how mm-hmm. bad it was or how detrimental her being, you know, the size that she was. But to do that. Right. Because of being literally body shamed. Right. Hearing that, like you said, 
day after right. day. Right, day after day. Right. Because then at some point you want to respond to it. Right. And sometimes the response can take you down a road that right. is can be very challenging to come back from. Right. Right. Because she's doing these things to try to please her father, which you right. wholeheartedly can understand. Right. But again, the power of words to instill yeah. within your children that they don't look well uh, because of what they're mm-hmm. eating and how they're eating right. it. And yes, do we need to control and make, again, we got to go back. Yes, we want a healthy environment. Right. So what are we doing as parents mm-hmm. to kind of create a healthy environment right. to either have the conversation, to right. make sure we have the right tools. Right. And in some cases, you have to change the full, you have to change the cupboards. You have yes. to change everything that's in yes. the cabinets. You mm-hmm. do it together as a family. I, I was going to say, make right? it a fun event. Make it make something it, that you yes. do together. So yes. they don't feel pinpointed and, and this is and the singled out. Right. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And sometimes we're not in the best shape. <laughs> ourselves just be clear. and we try to tell our children right, right because we don't want them to repeat some of our patterns right. Right. but then yeah we're not doing anything about it but we expect our children to do something right. about it right yeah. yeah and so we've got to we've got to walk this we got to yeah. walk the walk and talk the talk yeah so we really do have to be mindful and i get it we you know we are an emotional people uh, you know we're human and and so we say <laughs> things we say things off right. the cuff sometime and, and and because we're emotional and all that yeah but i think like you said if we just take that two minute rule to step back to step back mm-hmm yeah yeah so this is good the yeah. power of words yes. things not to say to, to your, your children, children. Yeah. yeah. So, are if you have an a common expression you've heard, or that someone has told you that's had an impact on you, mm-hmm. please, please share it with us. We would love to continue this conversation with you. We absolutely hope that you enjoyed this yes, episode and that you would like it and that you would share it yes. because we want everyone to instill within our children some positive messaging. Yes. Through the power uh, of words. words. The yes. power of yes. words. So let's create life, yes. right? Let's not create death. Let's have all, everything in the atmosphere, all the energy work for our good. Yes, so I'm so excited that you decided to tune in with us today. We want you to live your best life. And as always, stay tuned and stay connected on The Chair Chronicles. Chronicles.